This is the Raise Your Authority podcast, the place for high-achieving women to step up and stand out in their industry as the authority. I'm your host, Chrissy Ferreira, the authority coach, mom, wife, business owner, recovering people pleaser, and your marketing hype girl. Let's dive in. I want to share a powerful yet sweet and short message with you today. Don't ever let someone tell you what you can't do. We're entrepreneurs, we're business owners. And so I'm sure all of you have felt a sense of people don't believe in me. People think I'm crazy. My dreams are wild. People think I'm nuts. People in my family don't get it. Girl, I've been there. I'm still there. (laughs) You know, my family, I'm wildly ambitious and I don't know where I get it from. I don't get it from anyone in my family. And, you know, first business owner and uh, first college graduate in my family. And I've got some crazy wild dreams that excite me, but, you know, make some family members just look at me like I'm nuts and I'm okay with it. And with that being said, you know, I mentioned on another episode about being in different seasons of motherhood and business. And with that being said, there are certain things that I am passionate about that I haven't had an opportunity to really embark on because of the season of motherhood and business that I'm in. I love marketing. I love consulting. I love meeting new people. I love the work that I do. I love helping my clients create stronger marketing. I love helping my clients embody confidence, raise their authority online, support them through the sales process of getting clients and making money and growing their business. But there are other passions that I have as well that I haven't really dipped my toes into. I have a bachelor's in psychology And I've always had a passion for writing as well. And so I've got like a really weird background. I've I've worked in retail for years. I sold suits for eight years while I was in college. I, I worked a lot of retail, actually. My first job was a seafood restaurant as a busboy. Then I worked at Walmart, which is where I met my husband. I trained him on the register, but that's another story for another day. And then I worked at Men's Warehouse for eight years selling suits. I was like in every position. I was a manager as a salesperson. I sold tuxedo rentals. Like I, I did a lot of different things in, at that store. And then I worked as a behavior therapist for about a year. I worked at a preschool as a teacher assistant. I worked as a one-on-one aide for the school department for a child with Down syndrome. I have a really random background. One thing I've always had a passion for is writing. When I was in school, in high school, I actually wanted to work for Cosmopolitan magazine. I had like this sex in the city lifestyle, like dream of literally being like Sarah Jessica Parker and working for Cosmo. That was like a random dream of mine. But then I met my, my boyfriend who is now my husband. And I realized like, I don't think I really want to live the New York city lifestyle. And back then I, you know, each out of the foster care system. And then I felt like I needed to give back, which I look back and I'm like, why, why did I need to give back, give back to who, right? there was no one to give back to, but I felt like I should help other children in the foster care system and maybe do counseling. And so that's why I ended up going into psychology. And honestly, back then I really didn't know what else to do. I didn't understand how to get into journalism. I even thought about being a dermatologist, but I hate science. So random, random, random goals. But I get to pursue my passion with writing through what I do now, through content creation. And I love it. And I do have a goal to write a book. And so that is a passion of mine, a goal. It is not a goal of mine for this year, but it is something that I want to do down the road. And so it's not a priority of mine right now, just saying. But 
there are other passions that I've had throughout the years that I've always thought about dipping my toes into, but I didn't want to get too distracted. And so one of the goals, one of the things that I've been interested for a really long time is real estate. I've always had this goal of like being a realtor, also like in being an investor, flipping homes with my husband. And I've never really wanted to be like a landlord, but I I love the idea of like, you know, completely renovating a house and flipping it because it was so much fun when we sold our first home, we bought this home that we're currently in and it was a complete Reno project. We literally gutted out the kitchen. I'm not me. I didn't gut out the kitchen. My husband did (laughs) with the contractor, but I got to choose like every little part of the kitchen, which was so much fun. And the house, and it was just, I would love to be able to do that all the time. And so I decided that, you know what, with the season of motherhood I'm in and where I'm at in business, I finally have the space where I could take on something else, like an additional passion of mine. I know plenty of other people who are in multiple different industries. And I decided, you know what, it's time for me to expand my marketing expertise and use it in another industry as well. And so I decided, you know what, I'm going to go get my real estate license this year. And I was telling someone who's close to me about it. I'm excited. I'm going to start the classes. They're two days a week. It's only six weeks. You can get it pretty fast. Take your test and then boom, you're a real estate agent. But I was telling her about it and how excited I am. And I was expecting a positive response. And her first, her first response to me was, yeah, well, you know, I've known a lot of people who've done that and they didn't make money doing it and they ended up doing something else. I think it's a waste of your time. And <laughs> Part of me wanted to be defensive, but then part of me was just kind of like, yeah, like my instant response that I said, and I was so proud. I'm not going to lie. I was really proud of myself because, you know, sometimes you can react or, you know, you say things that, you know, you probably should have thought a little bit longer on saying, but I was pretty proud of myself. And I go, well, they ain't me. Like, they're not me. And, and I pursued to defend myself, <laughs> which I didn't need to defend myself. But with this person, I felt a little triggered. And and I explained, I'm like, I. I started a business in the middle of a pandemic with a one-year-old at home and I was able to leave my full-time job in six months, replace my income. And I haven't had a $0 month in business since June of 2020. I can do this. I understand that it's going to take some time to build up clientele, but this is a passion of mine and I'm going to try it and I'm going to pursue it. And I'm going to be freaking awesome because I've had real estate agent clients and I know the work that goes into the marketing and I can do that. And so I'm really excited. I have a lot of connections. I've been building my network. A lot of the work that I've been doing now, it's setting myself up for success. And I'm not in denial. I know it's going to be hard. I know it's going to be a challenge, but I'm allowing myself to be a beginner again. Like that's the thing is when you're going into a whole new industry, you're allowing yourself to be a beginner. And that's exciting for me. When I transitioned from an agency owner to just full-time consultant, I had to be like a newbie. I had to allow myself to be a beginner again. And back then I was resistant to it, but now I'm super open to it because it's like when you first start your first day, you like at a new job and you're kind of excited or like your first day of, of school, like a new school year. For me, you maybe you didn't experience this, but I was in foster care and my mom, when I did live with my mom, we moved around a lot. And so I was the new kid at school very many times. Okay. That was not a super great feeling to have to go to a new school all of the time. When I was in high school, I actually got to stay at the same high school for two years. 
<laughs> which sounds silly, but like that's the longest I'd ever been at one school. And so when the new year started, I remember the first day back, I was so excited to see my friends. It was a new year, like fresh beginnings. Okay. That's the feeling that I get when I think about this. It's exciting. It's new. It's an adventure. Um, and I wasn't going to allow this person to take that excitement away from me. And I want you to keep this in mind that if you are, first of all, pivoting in your business this year, you're maybe going to hyper-focus on something else or you're making a slight change. Maybe you are you know, an authority in one space and now you're trying to become the authority in another space. I want to encourage you to like to do it. You know what I mean? Regardless of what people say, if people doubt, people are always going to doubt you. People are always going to tell you to play it safe. Hell no. Entrepreneurs, we don't play it safe. We're wired differently. And so don't allow someone else to tell you what you can't do. If you're pivoting this year, if you're adding on a completely new stream of income, if you're trying something that maybe you failed at before, you know, it's the definition of insanity. But I mean, I think we're all a little insane if we're business owners. We all are kind of like moving out of the norm. Go to college, get a regular job, maybe go to corporate and climb up the corporate ladder. Not everybody wants that. And for a long time, that's what I felt like is the only type of life I could have until I was introduced to entrepreneurship when I was 25. And since then, I've seen this new way of life because I never grew up with anyone that had that type of success. And so I'm pretty much everything that I'm doing. There is no one in my personal life that I'm following. There is no true like mentor in my personal life, which is why I, you know, hire coaches and mentors because I need people in front of me to kind of lead the way and, you know, show me some guidance because I don't have anyone in my personal life like that. So why would I allow someone to tell me something that I can't do? They ain't me. Those people that this person was referring to, they're not me. I don't know if they even tried. Did they try? Did they market themselves? It's the same thing with my industry. There are a lot of people in the service provider world that they fail for different reasons. But just because they fail doesn't mean I'm going to fail, right? And so I want to leave you with that today because there's always going to be people who doubt what you're doing, who have nothing but negative things to say. Get rid of those people or just don't share things with those people. If it's a family member and you really can't escape them or whatever, just don't share those things with them because you know they're going to have nothing negative to say. And they honestly don't even deserve to hear the story if that's the case. Share those stories for the people who lift you up. But remember, there's always going to be those people, especially when they try to compare you to other people. Just remember, they ain't me. You are in charge of the work that you're going to put in. You're in charge of your success. 